Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Larson Show, I'm Welcome to the Allison H. Larson Show. I'm Allison, and today we're continuing our discussion um, with women of influence. And I'm really excited about today's guest. Uh, She is somebody who does something that's near and dear to my heart, as many of you know. One of the things I'm passionate about is teaching women about feminine tuition, about stepping more into their feminine power and their feminine energy as they work to create a greater impact and then also a greater income in their own bank account and in the world. So I'm really excited for our discussion today. And then, of course, we've got the fabulous Lori Richens on, who will be doing our Family First segment. I love having her on because she adds this family twist to things, and uh, that's something that's really important to me, too, uh, is keeping this perspective as we balance business and families as women, whether you're married or single or have kids or don't have kids, just having a a family aspect, a community aspect is so important. So without further ado, I want to introduce our guest today for the radio show. Her name is Melissa Keenan, and she helps powerful CEO women use their feminine energy as a growth strategy. So her clients are able to produce more while doing less by mastering their feminine CEO. And I love that. I love that because I think this embodies so much that feminine essence and that feminine energy, uh, which is being able to produce more while doing less. Uh, She is also a keynote speaker, both internationally and also nationally. She's been a USA Today bestselling author, and she's considered the go-to intimacy expert for businesswomen. So, Melissa, welcome to the show. Are you there? Hi, I'm here. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, it's so great to have you, Melissa. And where are you joining us from today? I'm uh, in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada, not too far away from where I am here in Utah. So um, welcome to the show. And I want to start today by just having this discussion of how you got into this whole idea of helping CEO women use their feminine energy and teaching people how to be able to produce more while doing less. What led you to this space? What's your story? You know, um, My husband and I had both uh, tried many, many different business attempts in our first 10 years of marriage, Um, but we were missing a huge key ingredient, which was, um, you know, I think that unconsciously we both thought if we could better our financial circumstances, that our other problems would go away. And uh, over and over, the universe slammed doors in our (laughs) faces. Or or maybe I should say it the other way around. I actually really believe the universe wants us to have what we want. But I think we kept slamming the doors in our own faces because we didn't have the whole picture. And it wasn't until we were willing to um, do what it took to mend some really big pieces in our relationship and come at our life from a more holistic point, uh, especially me, especially um, as a woman, looking at it from, uh, you know, where is my heart? How am I caring for my body? Um, Who am I? And being rooted and connected in those things, I could not create the financial success. 
So I learned from, you know, the school of hard knocks that this is, this is the formula. And at some point after talking now to, you know, hundreds of women in business, I realized we kind of all hit that point at some, some level or another, we hit that glass ceiling at some point and it's saying the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, you know, this is so true. And I, I love that you shared that because a little bit about my story and, you know, some of you that are listening have probably heard some of this story before, but, you know, it's interesting for me because I felt this pull and this call to do more in the world. And um, at the beginning of of my first marriage and I started having kids, I was a stay-at-home mom and I loved it and I felt really fulfilled, but I knew, I always knew there was something more. I think I was just bored with this entrepreneurial spirit. I always felt like there were ways in which I wanted to to contribute to the world. And, um, and so it was really interesting as I began my journey and my path and tried to navigate these different areas of my life as a woman. And I got to this point in my life where my career exploded all of a sudden. And what I mean by that is I, I, I had this, um, I went from a reach of 2,000 people a month to 2 million people per month. And suddenly I was on stages and I was traveling and, and I had all these things that I thought would fulfill me, that I thought was the definition of success. But what I found was that I was working really hard, um, but I wasn't really feeling fulfilled. And I also think, I love what you said, because there were times in my in my life where I thought, well, if I just work hard and I just make more money, like all my problems are going to go away. And I actually found the opposite was true. I actually found that as I worked harder and it worked in a way that wasn't in balance with who I was, um, my problems actually got worse <laughs> and got bigger. And I, I thought this is really interesting. And so um, that's why I'm passionate about this topic, because I think there is a way to make an impact on the world. I think there is a way to grow. And, and I, I finally learned how to do that. And like you, I had to learn through some consequences in my life to be able to get to that point where I found that feminine flow, where I found this way where I was able to um, produce great results, but not work as hard and where I was able to honor myself and my relationships. So um, as you found and, and went on this journey, Melissa, what what did you find, like, what were the end results as you stepped into just surrendering to the universe and started going through those opportunities and those doors that the universe was open to you? What, what ended up happening in your, in your life, in your, in your relationship? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story, too, because that so perfectly illustrates um, this, this crucial point. Um, and and actually, I want to say one more thing about that. I think that part of the part of the maybe line that we're sold that we don't even realize we're living in is that we can be compartmentalized. Um, you know that typically men, um, you know, have created this business space, right? Um, if we if we look historically, times are changing now. But it's been like a man's world, and men actually are very gifted. Masculine energy is very uh, skilled at compartmentalizing. So when we come into this business space, we don't even realize that we're being asked to compartmentalize. We're being asked to, we, we think we're being asked to show up like men do in a man's world. 
And, um, and I, and I really find, you know, we can do it because we're tough. Women are so resilient. We can do whatever we put our minds to, but at some point it does, we begin to realize, wait, this compartmentalization is actually disempowering me, not empowering me. So yeah, I love so that you brought that up. I, I, yeah. yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah. To answer your question, I, um, you know, where we sit now is literally, we feel like completely different people. <laughs> um, we, we built our marriage, you know, back from the ground up. We, um, we now, and, and it's crazy because stuff just keeps flowing in. Um, my business, I, uh, you know, crossed the six-figure mark last year and um, just in deep service to women in this way. And my husband, like, just, I feel like financially so much has flown into us. But then really what matters even more to me is the sweetness of our life. Um, I remember this moment where CJ and I looked at each other and it was like, oh my gosh, the kind of connection that we're experiencing, I didn't even know it existed. I had never seen it modeled. I had never, you know, experienced it from um, my upbringing. And it was like, um, I, I that's where I really knew I need to share this. I need to share this. I need to help women everywhere because I was surrounded by um, this sort of pessimistic attitude that the beautiful family life um, that, uh, you know, we're kind of, uh, we dream up as a kid is actually just a fairy tale. And that romance is actually just a fairy tale. Like I was surrounded with that and it was like, no, this is, I'm experiencing it now. We've created it. It's not a fairy tale and that's what fuels me every day is like waking up next to the man of my dreams with the children of my dreams. Like it is just um, makes all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really interesting that you share that. Just this morning I woke up and I was cuddling with my husband in bed and I thought life is so good. Life is so sweet. It's so great. And um, I didn't always feel that way in my life. Uh, it's really interesting mm-hmm. because I have this this concept that I share with with my clients, with people. I'm really loving this conversation so far, but it's living your hell yes life. Like, what is the life that you wake up excited to live every day? And I think so mm-hmm. often what ends up happening is we end up tailoring our lifestyle to try and cater to our business rather than tailoring our businesses to cater to the life that we really want. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what's the purpose of that, you know? And, um, and, and there's ways to have both, to both share your message and make a great impact on the world and have the time to live the life that you want. (laughs) There's a way to create this life where you, you're excited to wake up, to live, to share with people. You're creating from your passion rather than creating because you feel like you have to. And, and it kind of comes back to, it's really interesting. I think there's this, this, this balance when it comes to how do we create the income to create the life we want, but not be a slave to whatever that is that, that creates that income. So I want to have more conversation with you um, about that, but 
It's really interesting that you also mentioned about compartmentalizing. And I think that this is so true. I've seen so many, you know, men in business, they're just kind of wired, like, this is my business. Now, now I can be home. And they make the shift a lot more easy. Uh, just for an example this morning. So um, I'm going through a tax audit right now. So I'm diving deep into my taxes and I was preparing things that I have a bunch of stuff due on Friday. And I was working on this and I was totally my tax man. And then I get a call from somebody and they say, Hey, I've got some opportunities for you to write articles and some major magazines and let's brainstorm and let's have this idea. And I was like trying to get into that energy but I was so much in my headspace still. And I finally just said, hey, I would love to brainstorm and collaborate with you on this, but I need some time to get into this space of um, being in this collaborative space uh, because I was still so much in my headspace. And I think that that's part of recognizing when you're a woman, like you have these flows, you have these focuses, but giving yourself the time to adjust and to be in your headspace at times and then to, to get in that brainstorming and that heart space. So I'd love to get more into that in the second segment. Um, but before we get into the tips, I, I want to know too, what do you feel like was your biggest problem that prevented you when, when you were um, having trouble experiencing success in your life when you felt like you weren't in your feminine flow? What was the biggest obstacle that you faced um, at, during that time? Or is there an obstacle that you've noticed that the women you work with face when it comes to being in feminine flow? What's the biggest obstacle? I think that we are... Um, we're afraid really at the core. We're, we're so afraid of, um, losing our position, losing our edge, um, losing our respect, um, and maybe even at the core losing our value because, um, I think that, you know, I think more people need to be talking about this. When we say yes as a woman to being an entrepreneur, even in today's world, we really are. We have to toe the line of um, of feeling like we need to prove ourselves because, you know, historically, and I love men. I say all these things from a space of like, I love men. It's not from a place of anger. It's just like the reality of the air we breathe. You know, uh, historically, men have been born just by being at a higher position. They're like just the, in their essence, in their beingness, they already have a higher position. And and so for a woman to step in, there were there was so many obstacles. Things like, you know, you, you start to hear your, your great aunt Matilda saying, Oh, you're going to work. You're going to put your, you're going to put money before your family. Right. But when a man steps in to this space um, and he wants to focus on money, they say, Oh, you're such a good provider. You're such a good father. You care so much about your family. These are just some of the dynamics that literally still exist, completely exist today. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. There's some statistics that I've looked up that I, I share. I teach a class called Femme Intuition, and um, I work with, uh, you know, higher level uh, entrepreneurial women um, like you work with. And some of these statistics are so fascinating to me. Um, just as you talk about these, I, I want to share a couple of these because uh, women are still spending up to 10 times more time than men on unpaid tasks. 
including child care, senior care, volunteer work, and domestic chores. And that's whether they're working or not. So I think this this does kind of play mm-hmm. into that because we just, I mean, women just traditionally have spent more time on that. And whether we're entrepreneurs or not, we still do. We spend more time mm-hmm. taking care of kids, taking care of our parents, volunteering, um, doing tours around the house. Another one that was really fascinating to me is that U.S. moms, for those that are mothers and entrepreneurs, they spend 14 hours per week on child care. And the men in those relationships spend about eight hours a week on child care. Um, and women, when it comes to what they earn, women earn just 82% of what men did in 2017. And these numbers are changing all the time, hopefully, you know, going up. But in 2017, they made just 82% of what men did. And that means it would take them three months and 10 days of additional work to make the same amount of money. So those were were interesting Mm -hmm. statistics to me because it still feels like there's these traditional things. And I think a lot of it has to do with these generational patterns, too. Um, with mm-hmm. yeah. with just what we've been taught, what's happened traditionally, and women don't have generations of of women. They, you know, like my great grandma wasn't in the workforce. <laughs> you know, she didn't she didn't work. Now my grandma did. Mm-hmm. She worked, you know, on and off. But I saw her trying to balance this thing of oh, I'm working, but I'm not really working. You know, I'm I'm the one that's making the mm-hmm. money here and and helping supplement in my house, but I've got to pretend like I'm not working or, you know, my, my mom ended up working, but man, she, she ran herself ragged. She had a full-time job. She had foster kids. She took care of her, you know, her five kids. And I saw this, this, these points when I was growing up where she was really um, stressed out and where she wasn't happy because Mm -hmm. she was spending all this time and just in the space of so much stress. So it's really interesting to just look at these um, traditions and these patterns and to see how they affect us. Um, so I want to get more into how do we break those patterns? What are some of the things that we can do to be in our feminine flow, to honor those beautiful things that we want to create as female entrepreneurs and also um, find a balance in our life? So we're going to go to commercial now, but when we come back, we're going to discuss What are some tangible tips? What are some ways to step as a female entrepreneur more into using our feminine intuition, more into being on this feminine flow? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. 
but how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. For those of you just joining us, today's show is all about how to balance life as a female entrepreneur. We have a special guest today, Melissa Keenan. Um, Melissa, you've done several things. You're helping CEO women to be able to balance with their feminine energy. Um, I know you actually wrote a book that was a bestseller um, on the USA Today list. Melissa, what, what was your book about? Yeah, so I've actually written two books, um, and one hit USA Today bestseller and one hit um, International Amazon bestseller. Um, the first one is actually just a really personal story about um, kind of how I was awakened to feminine energy and the ability to surrender and trust in the universe, even in my childhood. Uh, the book is called Younger Self Letters, and it's... Um, it's full of stories from um, like high-powered entrepreneurs, kind of the stories that you wouldn't typically hear them share. So that was a lot of fun. My second book, my husband and I actually co-contributed um, together, and uh, and we talk all about these you know dynamics of masculine, feminine, of leading into the changes we're seeing in society. So that one's called Uncensored, Untamed, Unleashed. Um, leading into the golden age. Mm, wow, that sounds amazing. Well, you know, I want to I want to go a little bit deeper. I know you went pretty deep in your book, and and um, I don't know the term I always use is woo woo. So let's get a little bit woo woo here. Let's go a little bit deep. Um, what is your tangible tip? What does it take to to really tune into the frequency of feminine energy when we're creating as as feminine or female entrepreneurs? Okay, hold on to your seat. <laughs> um, I'm holding on. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's where I love to go with this, and it's going to blow everybody's mind because people do not make this correlation. But we're going to talk about sex. <laughs> um, here, here's what we, here's, you know, part of this compartmentalization, right, is what in the heck does sex have to do with running my business? Um, but 
true intimacy is like the feminine playground. True intimacy is where the feminine feels the most like uh, expressive, expansive, radiant. And, uh, and that can be all levels of intimacy, right? Emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, um, just that closeness that we feel. But it also translates into physical intimacy. So, I mean, I don't love, I think, I don't love to use this term sex magic because I feel like it can scare people away. But I also think it probably best describes what I'm talking about here. Um, so my, my tangible tool is figure out what turns you on and then run with that. Like literally how confident and how open to receiving we are in the bedroom is a direct correlation to how open we are to receiving money, clients, <laughs> opportunities in our business. Um, and I speak this from a space of knowing that this might trigger the crap out of people. Like we live in a day and age when, you know, sex has kind of been tarnished and, um, maybe we've even had our own personal experiences that have been less than ideal with physical intimacy. It behooves, it behooves a heart centered female leader who has a big passion and purpose in this world to do whatever it takes to heal that stuff and find her pure pleasure. Because what I found is that in every way, the universe is asking of us, how much pleasure can you possibly stand? In every way, right? Like whether that's like through physical assets or through sexual pleasure. Or every other sweet thing in our life, right? Like our ability to be present with our kids, our ability to um, be uh, alive in our sensations, right? Like enjoying our food um, and, you know, recognizing when our life is good, all of that. that uh, that's my tangible tool. Yeah, well, I love that tool. And, and um, you know, I think that that's so important. I agree with you 100%. One of the things that I talk about in these feminine archetypes, when we talk about uh, being in the feminine flow, bouncing life and experiencing pleasure, there's these four archetypes. There's the healer, the warrior, the temptress, and the queen. And the healer is the one that is just that really mother nurturing, making sure you know that you're taken care of, that your bucket's full, that the people around you are taken care of. The warrior is really the producer, right? The go-getter, the set boundaries, the make mm-hmm. stuff happen. Um, the temptress is the one that's the playful, flirty, experienced pleasure. And then the queen's the one that sees the big picture and knows how to delegate. And it's so interesting because as I've talked to and trained so many entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs on these four different archetypes, it's the balance between these four that really create a life of fulfillment. And the one that triggers people the most is the temptress. And what ends up happening, so many female entrepreneurs, they get stuck in this warrior energy. I've got to go get it. I've got to produce. I've got to do, do, do. And they they mm-hmm. end up losing the pleasure in life. They end up forgetting how to receive, and they end up stepping into this masculine energy, which creates 
um, this imbalance of polarity in their relationships and in their business and, and creates this inability for them to be able to receive or even to recognize the pleasure in their life. And oftentimes they tell people it's not about changing your practices, it's about changing your perception. It's about eating to enjoy the food and, you know, uh, feeling the, mm-hmm. the hot, you know, uh, water on your skin as you shower or when you're in the bedroom about receiving the pleasure, not making it a task or a chore or something that's going to disrupt your day, but just allowing yourself to receive that pleasure. And what's so fascinating from this is is that tenderous energy, that that pleasurable experience that you're talking about in the bedroom, that's what fuels our sacral chakra. Sacral chakra is where creation happens, and it's also where pleasure is received. And so oftentimes when women are stuck in these blocks or they feel like they're um, so much in this producer mode that they can't enjoy life, it's opening up that sacral chakra. It's remembering to receive the pleasure. It's remembering to experience life that allows them to start changing or shifting that energy within their businesses that allows them to either attract the clients and attract the money. And, you know, instead of feeling like you've got to go hunt it down, (laughs) that, that allows that um, beautiful feminine flow. So I really love that. And I have one follow-up question for you though. What about female entrepreneurs that aren't in a relationship with anybody that, that don't have somebody um, that they can experience intimacy with? Is there a way to, to create that um, pleasure and open up that sacral chakra, what would you recommend for, for those women? Yes, 100%. So um, I, I work around three pillars uh, with all of my clients. One is true intimacy. The second is sensuality. And the third is divine feminine. And so uh, true intimacy as I, as I kind of broke down a little bit before, can be experienced on lots of different levels. It's really more a way of being than it is, um, you know, just about sex, right? It's a way of being, and uh, it's a closeness, or it's, it's um, you know, if we want to go real woo with it, right? It's like we're all one, but when you actually feel that, you feel it, that is intimacy. So it's it's creating that closeness and, and, you know, allowing your own walls to come down where you may, may be guarded, right? Um, and I find this a lot for uh, especially business women who are dating, you know, we are, it's almost an impossible situation. If you're making a lot of money, it becomes extremely complicated to find a companion who can hold his ground in your presence, (laughs) if that makes sense, because there are still dynamics around the man should be making more than the woman and stuff like that. It it just still does affect us uh, as much as we want to say that it doesn't. And, um, And so her job, how she stays in her lane is she focuses on having that open heart on being willing to be vulnerable in spaces where her heart says leap. Um, it's listening to and creating into me see, even with herself. Um, mm-hmm. And second, her sensuality. Like, my sensuality is God's gift to me. It's the universe's gift to me. It actually has nothing to do with pleasing my partner. That's just like a side benefit. 
And so, oh, you know, I get so upset when I hear women say, um, yeah, I really do need to work on my sensuality or, you know, my, uh, my sex or my connections of pleasure because I know my husband really needs that. I'm like, well, vomit. Let me just vomit now. No, that's not the way this works. You were given a body that has a pleasure organ. We are the only mammals on the planet that have our own pleasure organ. Um, you know, even men don't have a pleasure organ. We have it. So there has to be a purpose for that, right? So we can reclaim our sensuality in any way we want. It's being this, you know, uh, being connected to your magnetism, being connected to your radiance, um, you know, allowing yourself to believe that you're a sensual being and doing whatever it takes to heal that. That's how we stay in our lane with that. And, you know, if you want to call in a partner, then the best way to do that is working on those things just within yourself. Stay in your lane. And then you're going to attract the partner that's perfect for you. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's so important. And I love hearing you talk about this. I, I You know, um, I think what happens, too, so often, and, and this is just food, food for thought, like, so often, if we aren't it, going back to the compartmentalizing, if we're in that work mode, if we're trying to um, receive and we're still trying to give, it can be so confusing and we don't focus on having our own pleasure. And what's so fascinating is you talked about this too, is thinking about how this translates into work and even women in the workplace, like women typically are more pleasers, like they do things to please. How can I please? somebody to get to the next so that I can get to the next level? How can I please my clients so that they'll be happy? And we forget to work from this space of passion. We forget to work from this space of, wow, this is something I'm excited about. I want to receive, you know, the, the gifts of the universe. I want to receive all these clients that are out there just waiting for the information I have to share with them. I want to receive all this pleasure in the form of money that's going to allow me to live the life that I want to live. And so, um, and we all know women, I'm sure everybody listening right now can think of a woman that they know that is in this, in this space of just experiencing pleasure of life, of abundance, of attracting into her life, what she feels called to attract. And you just want to be around her. And, and because of that, she's attracting clients and money and opportunities. So I love that take on it. Uh, I want to continue this conversation in just a moment. But first of all, I want to throw it over to Lori. Lori Richens, of course, is our family first expert. She's a mother of seven. Um, she's a wife. She is is, is uh, doing some great things in the world to create an impact as she ran for political office. Lori, what's your take on all of this? How do you, how do you balance um, your life to really be in your feminine flow? Well, first of all, I love this topic and I love that we can talk about feminine energy in a way that doesn't make it sound like we're surrendering our strength or we're becoming weak. And uh, I'm a storyteller and, and uh, I love things that give me pleasure and give me insight. And recently I was listening to this beautiful song. I'm sure that you and Melissa have heard of it. It's called Bridge Over Troubled Water. And I've been thinking about the words, like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down. And I've been pondering about that as a wife and a mother and what that means for me. And so I learned the backstory of this song, and I want to share a few insights that I've gained from the history of this song and how Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel put it together. Paul Simon happened to be listening some to some very inspirational music. It was a gospel quartet, 
and he would listen to it regularly, and he'd come home at the end of the day and turn that music on, and suddenly he himself started to get some inspiration regarding this very simple message and melody. And he picked up his car, his guitar, and these words began to flow. And he said he came up with two verses that felt really special to him. And he later said that he felt like he had written his greatest song. He said it came on suddenly. One minute it wasn't there, and the next it was. And he said it was something better than what he usually writes. So he presented it to his other band members, and Art Garfunkel, his partner, felt it needed a third verse. And as a record producer, he felt it needed like runway time with the first two verses, but a sort of takeoff message and a sound with the third verse. But Art or Paul had a completely different vision. He felt like it should stay a simple little hymn, and he wanted to keep it just the two verses, but Art persevered. So Paul, in the studio, actually wrote the third verse, which was very unusual for him because that's not how he usually went about writing his music in studio. Um, it, it, that wasn't the location. But eventually they presented the music to the piano player and they discovered that the piano player had an understanding in history and skill with gospel-type piano chords. And as you know, Simon and Garfunkel were not uh, a gospel um, band by any means, but there was this untapped talent that was suddenly coming to the surface. And it all started with Paul listening to that quartet and the inspiration that flowed and then Art's insight regarding the, the need for the third verse and the talent of the piano player. And what was remarkable is this song ended up making an impact around the globe. It was an absolutely huge hit, but it came about from a very simple lyric and a very simple melody and this combination of these wonderful people coming together and using their talents. So I've been thinking about that, and I've been thinking about what it means to create a bridge versus being walked over. And I could see in my mind that as a mother, so many times I've been a bridge, like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down. But do we women sometimes lay ourselves down to be walked on, to be walked over, instead of actually a bridge to something better? And I've been thinking about an experience I had some time years ago with my son, Dustin. We were driving in the car, and the song was playing on the radio, and I, I turned the station. And I said, Dustin, as a mother, I can't afford to not be in tune to the spirit. And I said, I need to listen to music to help me to keep that peace and to help me to have the insight that I need in order to properly guide you children. And he brought that up to me not long ago. And I really thought about the impact that we're making with our children with very simple messages. We as women don't have to be overcomplicated to compete with men. We can keep it very simple and meaningful and it can change lives. And I wondered, are we making life too complicated? Are we, are we using the tenderness of our, of our femalehood to really make a positive impact? Or are we sacrificing that in order to come across being, um, you know, competing with men and, and trying to be strong in their capacity? Also, are we willing to listen to counsel from other family members so that we can have the family success that we need? Paul was determined to keep it just to two verses, but if you go back and you re-listen to that song and listen to that third verse and how Art's vision, the takeoff from the from like the runway, it just changes everything about that song and makes it so much more impactful. 
And also, do we have the right team in place to magnify our marriages or our families in general? One of the saddest things I, I remember hearing from somebody that I was talking to who's in a troubled marriage when he found out what I did as a, a family empowerment coach, he said, I wish I would have found you sooner. So I'll just wrap up by saying the, the messages that you women are sharing today are absolutely wonderful and so needed. And I just want to build upon that and, and help women to recognize that there's a time and a place to be tender, but we also need to be strong in a way that our children can depend on us and that we can be that bridge for them so they don't feel like we're going to lay ourselves down in order to be abused or or um, mishandled in any way, but in fact, to just um, help more success to take place in the world and in our families in general. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think that's a you know, common thing amongst women is this martyr syndrome, <laughs> right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Is let's go of that, receive the pleasure, be able to, to do what you need to do um, so that you can experience life to the full, so you can be the best version of yourself and show up for your family, um, for your clients, for the world in the way that's the best for you. Thank you so much, Lori. When we come back, we're going to uh, hear more from Melissa and uh, find out how you can learn more from her how to be able to receive more as a feminine entrepreneur so don't go anywhere we'll be right back this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business, and the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with a replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. 
Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. What a juicy topic we're talking about today. You know, it, we really began our conversation with how do you really create and show up as a female entrepreneur in the world? How can you create more success? Um, we have special guest Melissa Keenan today. She's written a couple of best-selling books, including one on how to, to create more intimacy in a relationship. And one of the things we were talking about during the second segment that I think is so crucial and that is not talked about a lot is that what happens in the bedroom, how you feel about yourself pleasure-wise, and um, this intimacy that you can create both with yourself and others or that you can allow yourself to receive is really directly correlated to the amount of pleasure and the amount of money that you get to receive and the amount of impact that you get to have in the world. So this is such a fascinating concept that is so true and not talked about enough. So um, Melissa, one of the things I wanted to mention to you that was really interesting that I learned about a while ago was this idea of orgasmic meditation, of being able to really tune into and receive pleasure as a woman, but also be able to, in that space of fully aligning, having all my chakras aligned and being in the space of, of orgasm, of being able to really manifest or call into um, my life what I'm desiring and tune into these greater spaces. So um I think that that's been a crucial part of my practices over the past couple of years and has brought me um, a lot of not only pleasure, but also a, a lot, attracted a lot of success and helped me to align with things that are, that are important. Are there any final thoughts you want to share with the, the women that are listening about how to really experience pleasure, about how to create a lifestyle and a life that allows them to experience that intimacy and pleasure to create a life that they love? Yeah, I love what you said about orgasmic meditation. And, you know, some of these things I, I usually don't share a whole lot about except in private settings with clients because, because I do feel that sex is so sacred and there have been so, um, you know, like never do I want my work to feel like um, you're reading a Cosmo magazine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but... There are so many possibilities. Like one of the things that I like to think about when a, a woman comes into my space and she is in a partnership is I'm asking myself, how deeply is she tapped into the power that already exists within the soul of her partnership or the soul of her marriage? Like, and I, and I'll ask too, like, do you feel like you're accessing the power of your partnership? And typically, you know, this is what I'm referring to, because when you create all the safety, all the trust, everything that you need in place to feel completely free like that, um, when it comes to sex, you can create anything together and it becomes reality because, you know, where two are gathered, there is way more power, right? Um so, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just love that you brought that in. The um, yeah, uh, one one simple tool I, that I would just add to this is you know how do, focusing on receiving is so powerful, and you know we hinted to this a little bit in the last segment, but really you can be receiving 
100% of the time. You can even be receiving while you're giving. You could be receiving while you're challenging your clients or while you're encouraging your team. You can be receiving, um, you know, even as you're the CEO, queen on your throne. And so focusing simply on am I open to receive and how can I be even more open to receive all that I want to receive in my life is uh, is monumental. And the thing about the feminine energy mm-hmm. is these tips might seem kind of like, mm, well, I can't really like wrap my fingers around that, right? That's kind of the point is, especially as business owners, we are always looking for like, what's the next tool or strategy or system that I need to implement to make this flow more smoothly. But the reality is we don't need another tool. We don't need another system. Typically, we've already done enough of the strategizing. It's more about how you're approaching your business and your life, who you're being in those spaces, less about what you're actually, quote, unquote, doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think um, this is so true and a way to measure that too, when you're in your life and your, your business or your relationships or anything is like, is this an energy drain or is this an energy booster? And if you're feeling like your energy is being boosting, you're, you're receiving. And if you feel like you're draining your energy, you're focused too much on trying to give, on trying to please other people on trying to make things happen. So just tuning into every area of your life, not only in the bedroom, but also in the boardroom, like, am I in this point of where I feel like I'm draining my energy right now? Or am I, am I feeling energized in this moment? And that's a good indicator on whether you're giving or receiving. And I know that Melissa, you've got a a very special gift for uh, the people that are listening. And I want to give you an opportunity to share that in just a moment. Um, I also like, this is so fascinating to me. I have a a femme intuition workshop coming up. Um, I would love to invite you to be on that and to share some of your perspectives and also to invite anybody in the audience that's listening that wants to know more about feminine energy. Um, it's a totally free workshop, but it's just go to www.fem-intuition.com. Um, that's coming up uh, on February 10th. And it's just a couple hours. It's a workshop where you can come where we talk about these different aspects of the feminine energy, how to get more into the space of receiving, how to live a life of flow. So um, Melissa, I'd love to have you as a guest on that too. If that works in your schedule, you can um, let me know after this show. But again, that's just fem, F-E-M dash intuition.com. Go and register and sign up for that if you're listening and you're interested in that. And then Melissa has a very special gift for you as well. Melissa, I'd love for you to share with uh, our listeners what your gift to them is. Yeah, so I've created an intimacy guide which allows you to tap into that feminine energy right away, right on the spot. And you can use this over and over again. Um, the it's called the it's called the free intimacy guide, four steps to getting more. Because as we know, when we allow ourselves to access this part of ourselves it does allow us to tap in more to what we want and get more in our lives, more fulfillment, more of what we want. Um, So this tool allows you to go in any given circumstance, um, identify what's happening, identify some deeper pieces to create into me see with yourself. And then it even gives you 
some communicative tools to be able to share what you discovered with someone else, therefore creating intimacy with another person. And you can find all of that on my website at www.melissakeenan.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-A-K-E-E-N-A-N.com. Yeah, I love that. MelissaKeenan.com. And that's uh, M-E-L-I-S-A Keenan, K-E-E-N-A-N.com. So make sure to go and get your uh, free intimacy guide. Uh, what a great gift, Melissa. Thank you so much. And I encourage people to contact Melissa if the things that she said on the show has really inspired you. Um, also, contact Lori Richens if you are wanting some more uh, guidance or inspiration on how to help your family be fortified. Um, you can find her on Facebook. And um, yeah, thank you so much, both Lori and Melissa, for joining us. I would love to just uh, leave space for final thoughts today. So, uh, Lori, what's your final thought that you want to share with the listeners or the final your final takeaway from today's show? Yes, I definitely think that we're living at a time when women's strengths and women's contributions are being magnified and women are stepping into that in some really powerful ways. And I really appreciate any time that we can have uh, some support in knowing how to do that in a way that uh, not only enhances our family but doesn't compromise it. So if anyone's in uh, in need of somebody to help them find that balance, please contact me at uh, uh, wholefamilymentoring.com, and I would love to support them in that endeavor. Thank you so much, Lori. Melissa, what are your final thoughts, your final message you want to leave with our audience today? I love what Lori shared so much and it's so, so deeply tied to the work that I do and like really where my heart is because I believe that the way that society has shifted over the last two years um, and will continue to shift, it's moving so rapidly that there will come a time when we will not be able to lead the way we've been leading. We will not be able to do business the way we've been doing business. Um, Times are changing into this more uh, Aquarian feminine age where we've got to be more about our hearts, about our families, about our whole selves, our spirits. Um, and, And so what I would say to that is I think, you know, we talked at the beginning about when a, a a female CEO hits a point in her career where she realizes, wait a minute, like something's missing here. I've hit my glass ceiling or I'm not feeling the fulfillment that I think I, I thought I should be feeling with this level of success. Those feelings of discomfort are a calling from deep within you telling you to dig deeper, begging you to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And all, you know, yeah, your what, systems and structures, yeah, they're, they're begging you yeah, to what, go to that feminine space. Yeah, what a beautiful message. Thank you so much. And so wrapping up today's show, uh, we've only got a few more seconds left here, but my, my final message is just to remember that life is here to enjoy. Make sure that you're living the lifestyle you want and tailoring your business around that to be in feminine flow. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, This is Allison H. Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Join us uh, for next week's show 
where we'll have more amazing information that will help you live more in flow and create the life that you love. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.